everyone. It's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You had a great start to the week. You're looking forward to your Tuesday here with your daily health update on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic, January 29, 2019. Social media. Could it be an issue with your young adults in your life? Or if you are a young adult, is it a problem for you? Perhaps an increased risk of depression from social media use. Drug overdoses are increasing among middle-aged women. Should you try dieting and fasting? A little exercise can help cancer patients live a longer, uh, live a bit longer. How to prevent traveler's diarrhea if you're escaping the winter this winter. And shoulder and elbow pain. We're going to talk about among baseball players uh, especially. All right. Those are your six areas of health and wellness news. And research for Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, cure any illness or disease. However, by staying plugged in, even to some of this information that may not seem applicable, hopefully you find it at least interesting. Nonetheless, it keeps you focused on some kind of health and wellness subject, which you should be doing every day. And when you do, when those other opportunities come across your day to make a decision or choice, you'll be steered in a better direction because of having stayed plugged in and keeping health and wellness on your radar, which is awesome. Your future will be better in terms of your health and wellness when you do. And so here we go. Social media use increases risk of depression among young adults. Very applicable in today's society. College students who struggle with depression aren't being helped by social media. A survey of 504 undergraduates found that young adults who met the criteria for a major depression disorder tended to use social media more often and did so in ways that exacerbated or highlighted their depression. That from the Journal of Applied Biobehavioral Research, January 2019. There is a positive way to engage in social media. However, it also bears the risk that it could be used inappropriately and uh, thereby feeding into some problems. Uh, like depression for certain people not only young adults however in this study uh, the focus was there and uh, could be an issue at that age and stage of life so user beware fatal drug overdoses are increasing among middle-aged women that according to the morbidity and mortality weekly report journal january 2018 the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, reports that the rate of opioid overdose among American women aged 30 to 64 years nearly quadrupled from 7 out of every 100,000 in 1999 to 24 per 100,000 in 2017. An emergency physician writes that we know the prescription opioids are still the main driver of the current opioid epidemic, but it's important to understand the sharp rise of fentanyl-laced heroin responsible for increased numbers of deaths. So both those uh, legitimate and illicit drug uses uh, can be a concern in those deaths, but uh, they have definitely quadrupled in the space of about 18 years and uh, not slowing down anytime soon according to the statistics. So be on the lookout and um, if that somehow is applicable to you or those around you, uh, exercise some caution. On the diet side of things, should you try this new uh, fasting phase or craze? In this study, researchers observed that women who followed a carefully controlled diet and fasted intermittently lost more weight than women who exclusively dieted or fasted. That from the Obesity Journal, January 2019. So a combination of eating well and uh, allowing some intermittent fasting time 
into your schedule uh, apparently is successful in losing that weight. They uh, at least lost more. So uh, one or the other was probably still effective on its own, but to increase the effectiveness doing both together seems to have some merit. But the key thing with that approach, especially with the fasting, depending on your health status, and um, how much you have to lose, etc., should be uh, done in conjunction with a healthcare provider. All right. Just a little exercise can help cancer patients live longer, according to the Cancer Causes and Control Journal, January 2018. It might actually be January 2019 that that came out. Consistent exercise before and after cancer diagnosis significantly improves survival rates. In this study, researchers analyzed data concerning more than 5,800 patients with a range of cancers and found that those who exercised three to four times a week before and after their diagnosis had a 40% lower risk of cancer-related death than inactive patients. Additionally, the data show that patients who did not begin exercising until their cancer diagnosis still had a 25-28% to 28% lower risk for cancer-related death than those who remained sedentary. Getting your body moving, even in a state uh, as, uh, or a predicament as bad as cancer, uh, especially going into it in a fit state, seems to be a benefit uh, in terms of avoiding death from that diagnosis or that condition. So, uh, the, if you ever needed a reason, uh, you know, one in two people perhaps diagnosed with cancer could be a leading killer in North America. A little bit of exercise could just bode in your favor for if and when, unfortunately, we are diagnosed. If you're getting away this winter um, and looking for a break, you want to make sure that it's pleasant, creating those great experiences in your life. You don't want to have anything get in the way, including diarrhea. If one is not careful, a vacation or business trip to a developing country can result in the case of traveler's diarrhea. To help avoid such an episode, the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases recommends avoiding the following while traveling to developing nations. Drinking tap water, using tap water to make ice, preparing foods or drinks or brushing your teeth with tap water. Drinking juice or milk products that have not been pasteurized. Eating food from street vendors eating meat, fish, or shellfish that is raw, undercooked, or not served hot, and eating raw vegetables and most raw fruits. Wow, that will be an exciting trip, won't it? Uh, Definitely exercise some caution when visiting those other countries so that um, you don't end up being under the weather. Shoulder and elbow pain are a problem for everybody, but you can imagine it could be complicated and more common and then get in the way of uh, youth baseball players. Surveys completed by over 11,000 early adolescent baseball players revealed that 28% of players without a history of arm pain prior to 2016 developed shoulder and or elbow pain over the following 12 months. The data show that pitchers and catchers were the most likely to develop arm pain, particularly those who played more than 10 games a month or made over 300 full-powered throws a week. That from the Journal of Orthopedic Science, January 2019. A little bit of prevention can go a long way in uh, athletes, including baseball players. Sometimes we go by how we feel, and if we feel good, we think that there isn't a problem there. But a lot of problems develop over time. And if you get care, especially conservative um, uh, allied provider care uh, from someone who 
is skilled in checking function in through your joints and or tissues, then you're able to negate the effects of what you're using your body for uh, in terms of the sport and that buildup is less likely to happen, less likely to have an injury. So a lot of prevention can come from that uh, preventative approach getting things monitored and checked even though they feel good especially if you're an athlete you're probably at greater risk for some kind of either repetitive use and or activity related injury so uh, make sure you're engaging and balancing out and treating yourself if those demands on your body are higher you want to invest more in your body to make sure that it stays functioning well probably applicable not only in athletes but also in uh, people who use their body in a certain way all day, whether you're a computer user, uh, assembly line worker, dental hygienist, hairstylist, uh, mechanic, across the board, anything that's done repetitively or with some effort may require some balancing out. You can definitely do that on your own through your healthy lifestyle um, with some self-care, but it doesn't hurt to have some help from an allied healthcare provider as well. Your quote for today comes from Benjamin Franklin. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. So here you are plugged in, gaining knowledge daily with your daily health update. And uh, it's going to pay you dividends in the future. You're going to recall something when someone asks you for help and or when you need your own help. You're going to be a wealth of uh, information and inspiration to know that there are options. And you're going to dig into it as a healthcare consumer and find out what the best choice is for you. And uh, that is always great for your health and wellness. Heading into the tail end of the week, tomorrow, Wednesday, the middle of the week first, we're going to help you through it with a daily health update. Hope you're enjoying it. If you have any feedback and uh, would like to have uh, things a little more exciting, a little more interesting, looking forward to how we might be able to do that for you. Feel free to reach out. You can find my contact information somewhere on social media and um, we'd be happy to hear from you. Otherwise, spread the word, get this daily health update in front of many, as many people as you can, and uh, we can create a little bit of a ripple effect in what people are getting exposed to every day. Some good health and wellness information can go a long way into helping someone preserve and improve their health, and we'll keep doing that. So I will catch you tomorrow, January 3 Wednesday. Talk soon.